Hey everyone, and welcome to episode two of Missing the Middle, a podcast all about two sisters, Jenny and I, 10 years apart, shooting the shit and talking about important stuff. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're still trying to figure out the logistics and getting this thing up by 6 p.m. on Monday. It's proved a lot harder than we ever thought, but please, we're working on it, so definitely stay tuned for us. So we have a really exciting episode prepared for you, talking all things friendship, because Lord knows friendship is the greatest but also the worst. So let's check in first. Jen, how you doing? Pretty good. I mean, going a little crazy in quarantine, being with mom and dad sometimes can prove to be a struggle, but it's been good. How are you doing? I'm okay. I'm feeling the same way. I think um, I've kind of gotten into a little groove. So I'm like, I've got my little routine and it's been really hard working from home. You know, being a teacher, it's really hard to connect with all my kids, especially since they're so little. So they're not um, as old enough, um, you know, as old as like high school kids who can kind of like get on the computer and do it. So it's been really hard. I see about half of them every day. So that's been really nice and it's been really fun. Um, But other than that, I'm just chilling, you know. I've been walking so much. I literally walked 20,000 steps pretty much every day now. So. Oh, I, I am not doing that, but like good for you. I'm like very proud of you. <laughs> I have been um, recently, I'll talk about it in my what are we into currently, but um, I've been doing uh, couch to 5k again. So that's been like I'm like 30 minutes of running. I could do that. You know, like one minute run, 90 second walk, one minute run, 90 second walk. And I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. So proud, proud of you. Proud of Thank you. you. Proud of All right. Let's move into our, <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, you're just so athletic and I'm not maybe one day. Um, okay. My friends, let's move into tell me something good segment where we share some good news to make you smile, restore your faith in humanity. You know, all the good stuff that makes you feel good. So my story, I've actually got two cause I could not resist, but, um, I have got two stories that are probably going to make you laugh, but one of them, Ikea, you know, Ikea, not sponsored. Ikea has shared their meatball recipe for devoted fans in quarantine. And I think that is the most amazing thing. I know like Disneyland has been doing some stuff. They've been releasing like, um, what's that thing called? Oh, the Dole Whip. They released the Dole Whip. They released the churro recipe. I think this is kind of keeping people, um, like happy. And so, um, I think Ikea was like, Oh, well, if Disneyland can do it, we can too. So they have released the meatball recipe. So funny. I thought that was adorable. Um, but my good, good story for the week is that, um, a restaurant in Arkansas, a customer went in and they left their entire stimulus check as a, um, tip, which I just thought was so sweet. I know restaurants are really struggling right now. So it's so nice that somebody would have done that. Because $1,200, well, in Arkansas, is probably a lot of money. Here, doesn't cover even half my rent. So. <laughs> so those are my two stories for the week. And my story, I saw this news article talking about how this hospital has been empowering recovered COVID patients by playing the Rocky theme song as their discharge. And Stop. It's, it's so cute. It's, that is adorable. I know. You know who would be so proud of that? Dad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. He'd be like, oh, have we all watched Rocky? It's like, yes, dad, every year yes. for the past yep. 20 years of my life. And you know what the funny thing is? Like, I couldn't tell you what that those movies are about. No, I can't. I think it's I about a boxer. Movie. I'm like, None. I've seen it probably a thousand times, but could I tell you the plot? No. None. No. No. 
Well, that's a great story. Um, that makes me happy. I love sharing these little stories and making people happy because there is a lot of good happening in the world. So it's been really nice to to find these little treasures on the internet. And a little gem. Yeah. Little gems is what we'll call them. All right. Let's move into our meat of the program. We're talking today, Jen, about friendship, which I think is a sensitive subject to me because only because I really feel like on a scale of one to 10, I'm not the greatest friend in the world. I mean, don't get me wrong. I try my hardest. I really do. I try my hardest, but I, uh, to a fault, I am a lot of things. And I really try to be a good friend. Um, I, I would say I'm probably a better sister most of the time than a better friend, which is good. Which, you know. So yeah. What do you think on a scale of one to 10, if you had to rate yourself as a friend, I'm sure you're going to rate yourself 10. Well, no, I'd say I'm a really good, I'm really good at making friends. It's very easy for me to make friends. Keeping them on the other hand, you know, not always the best, but. Hey, maybe it runs in our family. Mom and dad, thanks. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you, Heather and Jerry. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about like, what do you think is important about having friends? I think the importance of friendship is like the obvious is like having those connections with people that are not your immediate family. Um, They're almost like a secondary family. That's how I look at it. I definitely think for me, at least, I think the importance of friendship is um, someone who's not similar to you. And it's almost like, yeah, they don't know everything, um, but they're still there for you in the way that your family's there for you. Um, I think that's like a really important thing that friends do. Um, They're there for you in a different way of, hey, you know what? We're in the same exact stage of our life. So, yeah. Yeah, I think for me, especially getting older now, Mm -hmm. the importance of friendship has become even more so. Just because, you know, when you get married, and I'm sure you're going to feel this one day when you get married, when you get married... I think a lot of your time gets spent, and I'm sure once I, once I have kids, but like a lot of my time gets spent with my wonderful husband, who's been obnoxious this entire quarantine. No offense. Um, no, <laughs> um, no, I love him. But yeah, I think a lot of our time when you do find the love of your life or whatever it is, it gets spent with that person. And so those connections outside of your marriage... And outside of your family with people, like you said, who have common interests, but are not exactly the same as you, they can offer different perspectives. Um, I think that that's really the most important thing, especially as you get older. Yeah. That makes sense. What what do you think, um, like what qualities do your friends that you have right now have? That's a great question. I think reflecting on the, I have a very small group of friends and I'll talk more about that once we get into kind of how you and I are different. But I think the qualities that I look for in a friend and that I know for sure this core group of people that I surround myself with is they are kind, they are caring, they are all um, family people And not that they have the perfect families or they get along with everybody in their family, but they do have a sense of love for their family. Um, And I would also say they're hilarious. I think they offer me, I think I'm a very funny person and I don't mean to sound like I'm tooting my own horn, but I really like to laugh and I really like to have fun. And I think the people I surround myself with have the same kind of energy about life. So I think those are my main qualities. I'm sure they're probably similar to you, right? 
Yeah, I'd say the difference maybe um, my friends, like a quality I really look for in friends is just like the willingness to do new things. Um, I feel like for me, I always am like, oh, let's go do this right now. Like I'll text friends and be like, hey, you want to go in 10 minutes to go here? Um, So just having those friends that are like, yeah, let's do it. Like, let's go um, is really important to me. And also just kind of low maintenance friends. Um, The ones who are like, yeah, we haven't talked in like a few days or maybe even a few weeks, depending if they're away at school and they're still so down to be there for me when I need them. Um, And it's just like always the same. I have like two good friends, Sarah and Josie, who they're not even close. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out if you're listening. Um, And they're both in San Diego, but every time we see each other, it's like the exact same as it was the last time. There's no like keep up that we have to do in between in order to keep our friendship the way it is. Um, So I feel like that's a really good quality that they have. That I like. Yeah, I like that you use low maintenance because I think a lot of times when we use that term, it's sort of like it has a negative connotation, like, oh, you're so low maintenance or whatever. But I do think that, like, as you get older, and I'm sure you're going to see this too, it's like you have to be low maintenance because you have so much going on just with our lives. And once you have a family and all of that kind of stuff. And so you need friends around you who are going to be like, it's okay that you didn't call today or it's okay if I haven't talked to you in three weeks it's just like when I pick up the phone it's just like we just talked yesterday um yeah I really and and just so you know like when you get older that that um spontaneity piece is probably gonna go away a lot more like hey can you be here in 10 minutes it's um it's not like that anymore but enjoy it while it lasts I mean, I'll probably still be this way, but everyone else, maybe not so much. Maybe I'll not like, so much. Oh, I'll go in 10 minutes by myself to go yeah. get ice cream. So I guess that leads me to like, what kind of friend do you think you are? I know we kind of touched on this in the beginning, but what kind of friend do you think you are? And you can kind of like scale your score or whatever, however you want to describe. Um, I think I, I kind of was saying this earlier. I'm a really good new friend type of person. I'm one of those people who I want to have as many friends as I can as on a surface level. Um, And so it's just like, hey, we just met. Now we're friends. (laughs) Um, And like, let's go do this. Or, hey, come with my group of friends. I feel like I really pride myself in being good at that and being inclusive as a friend. Mm -hmm. Um, I think kind of keeping long-term friends, I have like a select few that I've kept for a long time. But, um, yeah, I'd say that I'm definitely just an easy person to talk to and become friends with. And I also feel like I'm a pretty fun friend, if that makes sense. I kind of touched on that of being like, yeah, I'm fun to be around. Like, I do add variety and I'm easygoing as in like, okay, let's go do this. Or I'm accepting of them wanting to try new things or if they're like hey like I need to talk to you because I want to go this whole new path in my life like I don't know what to do I feel like I'm pretty good at like okay then let's do it like let me help you like let's find a way you can be this new person um yeah so I I think that that's something that I kind of pride myself in for kind of what type of friend I am um I say I think it's a little bit harder for me to get past that surface level friendship with a lot of people. Um, just because I do like new things and new things excite me. So keeping some friends is a little bit challenging. 
And as your sister, I can attest to all those things. I think you are, I think it's really like, you do have some like core people that have been around a while, you know, Josh and Josie and you know, all those people. But, um, yeah, I think it's a lot harder for you to kind of take it from the surface level and go deeper. And not that that's a bad thing, especially at your age. Um, I think the more the merrier, and I'm sure that's the attitude you have. I think you and I are different, a lot different in the friendship department. <laughs> I am not. Yeah. Like what type yeah. of friend? I don't know. You can kind of explain what type of friend you are. I feel like I, yeah. I don't. Yeah. I, I think the more the merrier is a great um, saying. I oftentimes, I like to make everybody happy. And so I think too many people, I get overwhelmed. And so I, I like to have just sort of like a small group of people that I know exactly what makes them happy. I know what makes them upset. You know, I know, um, when they need something, I know that they, I can call them for this or I can call this person for this. So I kind of like having a very small central group and I, I know who each person is and what they need and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, I would say I probably have five super close girlfriends and, um, they've, yeah, there's some that I've been friends with for over 10 years. There's some that I've been friends with for five years. Um, but yeah, just keeping those people close to me. I don't think that like expanding it is, um, is my jam. So that's where we're different and that's okay. And I also feel like that has to do with our age difference. You're at such a different stage in your life where you don't need to have a bunch of friends. Right. And I feel like a lot of my friends are, like moving into those next phases of life, marriage. I have a couple friends who have kids, uh, you know, already. So they have a, a totally different kind of view. So I can't call them and go, Hey, let's go to happy hour today. It's like, can you go to happy hour two weeks from now on Friday at 3 PM? Can you put it on your calendar? So, um, and that is not like, I love that kind of thing. Um, I love kind of planning ahead. And, um, I think that's definitely the age that I'm at. I, I think I agree with you on that one. Yeah. And I feel like it's also different for us of where we look for new friends. Um, Oh my God. I can't even tell you (laughs) like at this age and I'm sure it'll be so much easier for you. But for me, the most recent thing that I did where I got a new set of friends was I signed up for, (laughs) I signed up for a professional development for work and it was a math camp in the summer. So it was last summer and it was for a full week um, and it was at a college And so I went from eight to four every day and it was a group of like eight people and they were like some of the kindest, most amazing, like-minded individual people I've ever met. And I wouldn't say I could call any of them, but when we do see each other, because we get together now every couple weeks, um, when we do see each other, it's great. And they're so fun to be around. And that's I think the work aspect is one place that I can find new friends. And if I sign up for anything that's kind of outside my realm, but other than that, I don't know. What about you? I'm sure it's so much easier for you being in college. You're around people all the time. And I feel like our personalities are a little bit different of, I really love finding new friends. Like I'm the type of person who sits next to someone in class. I'm like, my goal is to make them my friend. Like (laughs) be my friend by the end of this class. Um, sometimes that's my goal on the first day of class. I'm like, by the end of this class, I know they're going to be my friend. Um, so I feel like I definitely find a lot of my friends in my classes. Um, I have one class that I just, I found so many friends in that class. Um, and I also do like young life and 
I started more with that this year than I did last year. Last year, I kind of like went a few times, like three or four. And then this year, I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. And I think within like three times of me going, I knew pretty much the core people who went. I knew like 25 people. We were super close as in, I was like, yeah, let's all go hang out after. Um, And I think that it's easier for me to look for new friends when I know that, I don't know, I I know that I'm fun, so I'm like I don't have any worries that they're not going to agreed. Work. Agreed. I'm I'm a I'm pretty cool. You You're know? pretty fun. You're pretty fun. Yeah. So, yeah. I think that I just look for new friends in that way, and even just like meeting strangers. For some reason, I think that I just have that face that anytime I'm doing homework in a coffee shop, it's like okay, now some the Nanny Paula face. Yeah, Nanny Paula. Shout out to our grandmother. She is that type of woman who makes a friend on a plane and. I do the exact same. I don't even start to put in my headphones anymore when I get on a plane because I know that the person... Someone's going to want to talk to you. Oh, yeah. Even when I sit next to the guy who I'm like, he's old. He's not going to want to talk to me. I know his whole story. Um, So, yeah. It's so funny. It must be a face that you you and Nanny Paula have that you share because for me, I get on a plane, I put my headphones in and like, I'm the person that like pretends like I don't speak English. Like when someone tries to talk to me, I'm like, sorry what huh yeah no uh so um yeah you and I are very different which is not a bad thing but um I do think you have just like a a personality that attracts people to you whereas I'm sure I have that like deep down inside I would just need to like grab it and pull it up I think that you are just I feel like you just seem like you have everything put together and you're like you like already seem like you have your core group like, if I saw you on the street, I'd be like, she already has her core group of friends. She probably- She's a smart, intelligent, beautiful woman who has a small group of friends. <laughs> and she did. I feel like you just stick to your your schedule and your pattern. Um, where me, on the other hand, I look like, yeah, well, let's be friends um, kind of thing. But yeah. um, what do you do with your friends? Like, Oh, that's a great question. And I think like the way you just said it was like, what do you do with your friends at almost 30 years old? Yeah, honestly, because you guys are too old, I feel like, to go out. <laughs> oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. No, we um still go out. We still go out for sure. Not as much as we used to. Um, But I would say definitely like, so most of my friends um are away. Like they don't live here. Um, shout out to Alina and Ashley. They've been my friends since high school. Um, and they don't live close enough where we could get together, but during this quarantine, we've been having game nights. So just like with our families, we've been doing Jackbox TV. That's been really fun. Um, and just like we, after the games, we, we kind of just like chat with each other. So we spend like uh, another like 45 minutes just kind of chatting, like, how's everybody doing? Ashley's pregnant right now. So, um, we've just kind of been talking like that. She has a, a little baby. Well, not a baby anymore. Olivia, who's adorable. Um, and we're all kind of in a different stage in our lives. And so it's really interesting to kind of have those conversations. Um, but yeah, I think the people that do live here, um, shout out to Nicole, my friend, Nicole from work, who I met about five years ago. Um, oh, maybe shorter. Well, it doesn't matter. I feel like I've known her my whole life anyway. Um, you know, we go to happy hour. She has two kids on her own. So, um, it's a lot harder for her to navigate the schedule, but we, we do make it work. Um, and so we meet for happy hour every once in a while. And I just talked to her today on, um, a Google hangout. So just kind of making sure that we're staying connected with people either like whether it's through a text or 
Um, our friends moved to Washington a couple months ago. So when they kind of first moved there, we would FaceTime them and just kind of check in with them. Like, how you doing? How's everything going? I think it's easier too for Mason to, he plays video games. And so he, um, has, you know, his little headset and all of his friends are on there so they can talk to each other all day at any time. So whoever's on. So I think it's a, in that respect, it's a lot easier for him to kind of figure out how to communicate. But what do you do with your friends? <laughs> um, I think I do everything and anything with my friends. Um, kind of the type of person who's like, I, okay, let's go do this tomorrow. Um, I like, I really like going new places with friends and, um, trying out new things. I love going to the beach with my friends. That's probably all summer long. That's what we do. It's just so fun. You can run into the ocean side, even though it's very, very cold. I just, I just became friends with the neighbor who lives behind us, um, since they didn't live here when I lived here. And we went to the beach this week and she was like, it was probably 60 outside. She's like, you want to go in the ocean? I was like, what do you mean? Do I want to go in the ocean? Of course I want to go in the ocean. So we went in the ocean and it was really fun. Uh, oh, so fun. Yeah. And I'm not 21 yet. So I'm not really like going out, out like yeah. you guys. Um, I'd say we, there's this place called Table Rock in Boise from, for those of you guys who haven't been. Um, it's really fun. Me and my friends a lot last year, we would drive up. You can, it's a pretty much a hike. And at the top, there's like a big cross and it overlooks Boise. And so you can drive up the back side of it and park. And then you kind of have to hike up this like sketchy part of a little mountain to get there. But we would always kind of go there and just pile into one car. And that was always so fun because you just had deep talks up on the freezing top of a mountain. And yeah, so that's pretty much really what I like doing with my friends. And you guys are kind of in a unique situation because Boise is one of those places. Well, we didn't grow up there, but it's just one of those places that you could look something up. I mean, there's just so much to do and it's like, you have to drive a little farther, but like, there's so many fun things that we could not experience here because it's not Boise, Idaho. It's a, it's a metropolis city, right? Yeah. And like hot springs too. Those are like amazing driving 30 minutes and being in the natural hot springs. It's crazy. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's fun. What would you say your friend philosophy is? If you had to, like, make your, like, if somebody said, what kind of friend are you? If you had to say in, like, one or two sentences, either, like, what kind of friend you are? What what do you look like? Yeah. I feel like that's, it's a little bit hard because it's, it's the idea of who you are, but also what your friends are like. Um, Huh. I feel like the my friend philosophy would be just kind of this idea that um, friends are the people in your life who, um, at least for me, like the true friends that I have that have stuck around the longest, they've kind of followed this idea of they're going to be your friend when nobody else is your friend. Um, in like the worst moments of your life, they're the ones who are like, okay, you've been through worse. Pick yourself up and let's pull yourself together. Um, when other people kind of give up and maybe think it's too much maintenance or think, okay, like I don't really want to deal with you right now because you're being crabby or you're going through this poor part of your life. But the friends who have stuck around the longest, I think that's kind of been the way they have acted towards me and 
they've made me be like, I want to act like that towards other people, like my true friends, um, and just be there for them, no matter what the circumstances. What would you say? I love that. Yeah, what would you say? I love what you just said. That's so beautiful. I would say my friend philosophy is probably similar to you, that your friends will be there for you no matter whether you're at your lowest point, your highest point, the middle of your life, the end of your life, like no matter what, um, what you're going through, what you do to them, what they do to you, that you have a common understanding that we'll always be friends. We might be going through a weird time or, you know, we might not have talked in a couple of years, but like, we'll always be friends and I'll always have a place in my heart for you. Um, I think that's my, my kind of thing. Is no matter what, you know, like I'll be there for you. You'll be there for me no matter what. Yeah. I, I, I think that I read this book in high school. I forget. It was by C.S. Lewis, but he said something about friends and how like your friendships start at the moment. You guys, like when you first kind of meet each other and you're telling them something and then you're like, wait, they're like, wait, me too. Like I thought I was the only one who felt like that. And I feel like that's kind of where you start that creating that bond of them being there for you no matter what because they're in the same boat or they have this underlying understanding of who you are as a person that's so beautiful I didn't know you finished any books in high school um yeah I I think I got (laughs) in the middle and then spark noted the rest but this part I actually read so that's pretty good for you I'm proud of you I'm proud of you kid you know here I am Okay, I thought maybe we could do to end our kind of um, segment on friendship is do maybe a couple turn ons and turn offs of friends or friendships. So if you want to give maybe one or two turn ons and one or two turn offs. Yeah, I think that my biggest turn offs would be, um, I don't know, friends who are kind of like drama seekers. Those are the worst. I'm just going to tell you. The worst. The ones who just like make things out to be a bigger deal. Um, I love it when you can go to a friend and tell them something that really like irritated you right when it irritated you. And they're not going to take what you said and go tell somebody else. But um, I think those friends are the worst who like are like, ooh, now I can use this. Um, That's big turn off. Um, I'd also say another turn off would probably be. um, I don't know. I think it's. For me, because the way I am is the friends who are like, oh, I can't hang out today. I can't hang out tomorrow. Maybe in a week. I'm like, come on, let's just go do this really quick. You don't have to rearrange your schedule. Just just do it. You know, what are your turnoffs? And then I can kind of go around my turn ons. I'm glad we're starting with turn offs so that we can end on a positive yeah, note. Ending on a positive <laughs> note. Always got to do that. I would say one of my turnoffs for sure. I mean, I totally agree with you. Those would definitely be on my list if I had to make a list. One of my turnoffs is flakiness. I hate flaky people. I am one of those people that I try to, and I won't say 100% of the time, but no matter how I'm feeling, no matter what I'm doing, like if I made plans with you or if I said I would do something, I am going to do it no matter what. And I hate people who like you wait all week and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, sorry, like an hour before you're supposed to be somewhere. Oh, sorry, I can't come. Actually, something came up. That really like irritates me beyond anything. And I would say another turnoff would probably be lack of communication. And I am a, I will say for sure, a culprit of lack of communication. I am a 
a terrible communicator, like literally horrible. Like that is my one fault. I will say in relationships, no matter if it's a love relationship or, and I'm sure my husband would say this too. I am a terrible communicator and I don't know. Um, I'm trying to work on it, but I really, I, when I see that in other people, it really makes me mad, but I also have to recognize it in myself that, um, I hate a terrible communicator. Someone who can't communicate. I know because you're so good at it. When you make me mad, I don't tell you. I just like, I'll just, I'll just ignore her for a few days. And when I talk to her again, it'll be gone. Instead of just saying, wow, whatever you did annoyed me and then getting over it. And I feel like I push you a little bit. I'm like, I know you're ignoring me. Tell me why. Yeah, I know you're upset. So just tell me what's wrong. So that's a hard one for me because I can recognize it in myself. Um, And so when I see it in other people, it really makes me mad, but it shouldn't. I'm trying to work on it. So. And then my turn on, I'll just give like two. Um, I think it's when friends are genuinely happy for you when something good happens in your life. Um, Because there's some like surface level friends who are like, dang it, like, oh, they're kind of succeeding. Like they're almost jealous, it feels like. Um, So I love the friends that are like, want to hype you up. They're like your hype man. You know, they're like your little hype club. Those friends are the best. You can just tell that you've, Kind of like you being um, doing well is making them feel good too. And then I also say probably, I don't know, I feel like a protective friend is something that like really turns me on for a friendship is just somebody who would, no matter what, they're going to protect either stuff you've told them, protect you, or if they're in a room and somebody's talking bad about you, you know that they're going to be like, hey, that's not true or that's not how this person is. Um, and they're also not going to hear something bad and then change their opinion of you. They're just, they're kind of like, they know you. Um, so, yeah. And I would say mine are probably similar to yours in that I look for genuine people, people that are genuinely happy for you. It's really hard to find because human nature, when something good happens to someone else, you always wish it would happen to you. And so to find somebody that is genuinely excited is happy is um is feeling the excitement that you're feeling i think that's really important and i really i truly feel like my core people every single one of them if i called them tomorrow and told them i got a brand new job every single one of them would be over the moon um and genuinely so and i also look for my other turn on is just someone who is funny like that's my, one of my biggest things. Like you have to be able to laugh and you have to be able to make fun of yourself and make fun of other people and just have a good time and keep it light. So I think those are my, my two biggest ones. Yeah. And then we talked last week about things that we're currently into, but did you have anything else to kind of add on Katie? I know that I have, um, recently taking up road biking, which I do cycle. Good for you girl. Oh, go me. I take cycles at school, but um, I was like, oh, dad, please take me out on a bike ride so I can ride mom's bike and I just want a bike. Um, and I guess it's a little bit different. I have a cruiser <laughs> back at school, but mom's yeah. bike has gears on both sides. So he took me out and we went on a 17 mile ride. So that was pretty cool. Do you have anything that you're into? You know, I've really, I'm, I've really been into reading just with this quarantine. So I am reading, I'm almost actually done with it and it's pretty long. It's almost 500 pages. Um, Howard Stern's book, Howard Stern comes again. So that's been really fun. It's all about like little, um, snippets of interviews that he's done over the years with celebrities and he kind of picks the best part of the interview. So it's been really fun. I've been really into my skincare routine. I've really, um, 
found a perfect um, formula for my skin and my skin has never looked better. So um, I've also taken up running again. I kind of talked about that in the beginning. So I'm doing couch to 5k again. Um, anything else, Jen, that you're doing? No, I think that's it. But if you have anything else to add or are you good? No, I'm good. I got it all out today. Well, that's our show. This is episode two. As always, thank you guys so much for just taking the time and listening in with us um, and just hanging out. Um, And we just kind of hope that you're all staying healthy and we hope you're back next week at Monday at six so we can discuss love and we have two surprise guests. Thank you. Woo. Woo.